You are Locked On Magic, your daily Orlando magic podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. And you are indeed Locked On Magic. Today is June 23rd, 2021. My name is Philip Ross. I'm the expert insight editor over at orlandomagicdaily.com. Please follow me on Twitter at philiprr-omd. On today's episode of Locked On Magic, well, the Orlando Magic did not get the lottery luck that they needed. We'll break down what this means that the Orlando Magic will pick 5th and 8th in the NBA draft coming up here in just a month. We'll talk about all aspects of that coming up here in just a minute. But before we do any of that, I do want to remind you all to check out all the great podcasts on the Locked On Podcast Network. By searching Gravity Download Podcast for Locked On and the team you're looking for. Just like this podcast here covering the Orlando Magic with excruciating detail, there's a podcast covering every single team in the NBA with the same level of care and detail that you can only find from a local expert who knows their team best. Want the lowdown on the Phoenix Suns after their huge win over the LA Clippers? Check out Locked On Suns. Want to see what a happy team looks like after the NBA Draft Lottery? Check out our fat pals at Locked On Pistons. No matter who your team is, whether it's in the NBA, NFL, NHL, MLB, and College 2, the Lock, there's a Lockdown Podcast for you. Just search for everything on the podcast for Lockdown and the team you're looking for. The Lockdown Podcast Network. It's your team every day. This episode is brought to you by Spotify Greenroom, formerly known as Locker Room. Download the app and join me this week on Thursday at 5 p.m. Thursday at 5 p.m. To get in on the action, Spotify Greenroom, changing the way we talk sports. You know, we'll get into the, the specifics of this in a little bit and what this all means, but let's rip the Band-Aid out and do the news first. The Orlando Magic will pick 5th and 8th in the upcoming NBA draft. As, as Jeff Feltman put it, there were two chances for the Magic to get lucky in this draft lottery, and the Magic got lucky once. They got the Bulls pick with the 8th pick, which they had about an 80% chance of, of getting, um, but they essentially lost the coin flip of getting into the top four. And while Orlando will still pick fifth in a draft that is widely considered to be a four or five player draft, certainly it is not the position the Magic ultimately want to be in. There's a lot of hope pinned to this draft. Um, you know, there's there's just there's just no denying it. And there's no avoiding it. There's no getting around it. Back in March when the Orlando Magic traded away Nikola Vucevic, Evan Fournier, and, and Aaron Gordon, as much as no as much as everyone did not want to admit it, a lot of the reason that th- that trade felt okay was because the Magic had already put themselves in a position where they could reach one of the top lottery odds where they'd have really strong strong odds to, to eventually climb into that top four. It was okay because this draft specifically was a draft worth betting on. I asked Richard Stamen of Locked on NBA Draft this question directly as we kind of started diving into the prospects. Is this a draft worth tanking for? And he told me yes. Whether Jeff Weltman wants to fully admit it or not, or whether Jeff Weltman, you know, however Jeff Weltman wants to couch it, and he said, you know, playing the draft lottery isn't an, a calculated risk, it's just a risk. There's just simply dumb luck involved in all of this. The Magic made a gamble, they made a bet. And I, I know I said this throughout the whole course of the top, of the of the tenure. I know I said this right after the tr- the trades happened. The thing I am most I, I I disagree with all the logic of the Orlando Magic making their trades. And today, and honestly, this draft lottery does not mean that Jeff Weltman made a mistake in making that calculation. 
because they very well could have ended up right where they are anyway, anyway. But my big concern and my big fear was that it relied too much on the NBA draft lottery delivering for them. And after maybe after six years of nights so similar to this one, where the Magic just missed out on the spot that they needed, the Magic, the, the draft lottery just didn't deliver. The Magic have not moved into the top three or won the lottery, won a spot that the lottery draws since Victor Oladipo, the second overall pick in the 2012 draft or 2013 draft. It has been a long time since the Magic have experienced any kind of lottery luck, really since Dwight Howard in 2003 or 2004. But so much of what Jeff Fultman did relied on this draft. The Magic were bad abysmally bad. They sacrificed so much to put themselves in position for this draft specifically. And while winning this lottery may not have been central to what Jeff Altman ultimately wants to build and deliver with this rebuild, it would have made it a lot easier. No no denying, no lying about that. We talked about the top prospects, Cade Cunningham, Evan Mobley, Jalen Green, Jalen Suggs. We talked about those four guys specifically, only now to be just locked out of getting one of them. Players that NBA scouts, every NBA people everywhere agree could transform a franchise. I think it was I like this team on, on Twitter who noted, drafting fifth isn't the end of the world. You're getting a very good player, just not a franchise-changing one. And that's really, I think, where the disappointment comes in. Because at the end of the day, and, and people get angry at me for saying this, the lottery's a lottery. You take the hand you're dealt. You can't do anything about it. The Magic literally put themselves in the best position they could to win this lottery. I know some people would say, well, the Magic had lost that game. Or some people were complaining about Cole Anthony making a game-winning shot. Like, come on, guys. The Magic gave themselves the best odds to win this thing. And the lottery just didn't come up for them. So be it. You play the hand you're dealt. The Magic will still get two very good players at 5-8. and eight. We'll talk about a few of them coming up here. The Magic will still be in an advantageous position come draft night. There will still be a ton of options. I'm not upset with the options the Magic have in front of them. I'm not upset with, what, with who the Magic could bring in through this NBA draft lottery, through this NBA draft. Neither should you. But yes, it is not all it could be. It is not the truly transformative player it could be. The kind of player that the Magic really need to kickstart their rebuild. It is fair to say, and in my opinion, it is 100% true, it is fair to say a big reason the Rob Hennigan rebuild failed was they never found the central star. The draft kept screwing them. Sure, they got the second pick and picked Victor Oladipo, and he was fantastic, and he turned into an all-star. But time and time again, it was Aaron Gordon, Mario Hazania. The Magic never got the chance to draft the star they really needed. They never won the lottery, and that was, that was central to Hennigan's plan was to get a player in the draft, get players in the draft 
and build from there. No offense to anyone on the roster. Maybe they've developed into stars at this point. That star is not on this team. And so the rebuild, the direction that this team goes in, is much murkier. And it is far more likely today that we are back here talking about the lottery next season. And not just talking about the lottery next season, but talking very realistically about a top pick in in that lottery. It got a lot harder. And again, one of the reasons it felt like the Magic made the move, especially to trade Nikola Vucevic, was to ensure they gave themselves the best chance at this draft particularly. Unfortunately, again, it did not deliver. So the Orlando Magic will pick 5th and 8th. And while there's certainly frustration, there's nothing Jeff Waldman could do. Nothing anyone could do. It's no one's fault. That's how lotteries work. So now the Magic have to make the best of the 5th and 8th pick. We'll talk a little bit about the strategy and what the Magic should be thinking or who they should be thinking about as we get deeper into the NBA Draft Lottery. And of course, we'll get deeper into a lot of these prospects we're going to go over coming up here uh, in the coming weeks. But for now, we'll talk about them when we get back from this break. This episode is brought to you by Spotify Greenroom. Greenroom is the first social audio platform made for sports fans. The app is free to download, and once you're in, you can talk with me, other fans, athletes, and insiders in real time about your favorite team or sport. I'll be hosting Rooms for Locked On Magic once a week, so you can finally join in on the conversation you listen to here every day. Green Room is the perfect place to start or join conversations about the league. You'll find fans just like you on Green Room for watch parties, debates, post-game breakdowns, and of course, reacting to big news or rumors. You'll have a chance to chat with me and might even have a chance to be featured on the Locked On Magic podcast through our Green Room conversations. So be sure to join me this Thursday at 5 p.m. for our latest Green Room. Go download the free Green Room app right now currently available on all iOS devices. Be sure to create a profile, link your Twitter, and join the NBA group for the latest league updates. Follow me at P. Rossman Reich, if you still can. That might be from Locker Room. We're still working off the old copy here to be notified when my room goes live. I know you won't want to miss it. I'm planning to be live this week on Thursday at 5 p.m. Can't wait to hear everyone's thoughts on the magic, especially after the, this news this week. So we'll see you there. Green Room, changing the way we talk sports. What a finish in Phoenix. Our road to the finals NBA playoffs coverage is brought to you by Michelob Ultra. It's only worth it if you enjoy it. And at 2.6 carbs and 95 calories, we can all enjoy the games a little bit more this season. No matter how you felt about the NBA draft lottery, seeing the end, seeing that whole Phoenix LA Clippers game, minus all the reviews, of course, was absolutely thrilling and exciting. DeAndre Ayton with a tip-in dunk to win the game with 0.7 seconds left. A truly thrilling finish. Uh, for the game between the Suns and the Clippers as the Suns take a 2-0 series lead. You can get more on this game and this series from our pals at Locked On NBA, as well as Locked On Clippers and Locked On Suns. We're going to keep our focus here on the NBA draft, however. Look, I, I get that there's disappointment, and I get that there's frustration. And I get some people who are frustrated at me because I did not 
completely share the frustration, or I did not completely share the pessimism that seemed to pervade the Magic fandom. Um, I'll, I'll agree to this. Yes, the Magic are missing out on some surefire guys. Um, but I am not one to be upset or get angry about things you cannot control. The lottery gods did not bless the Magic with the right number combination and did not bless them with the pick that they had. They have the picks that they have. And now it's up to Jeff Weltman, and it's up to his staff, and it's and it's up to see what the rest of the league does to make the most of this opportunity. So yes, the Magic have the fifth and the eighth pick, and that could be good tools to move up in the draft. It could be a good tool to add another player. Again, because the Magic didn't get into that top four, the plan changes. What the Magic are capable of doing, what the Magic might do, absolutely changes. But now it's about making the best of the situation. Now it's about getting the most out of what you have. And that part is certainly trickier. That part is certainly different. That part is certainly a finer needle to thread. The margin for error is much lower. Obviously, you pick higher, you have a better chance of getting a better player because you have more options in front of you. To me, this has largely been this has been largely from everything I've heard a five-player draft. As much as as much as it's become really a four-player draft with one guy just trailing by a little bit and then the rest of the pack behind him, this is a five-player draft to me. And the Magic, my goal for the Magic, and I told everyone this throughout the whole course of the draft lottery process, my goal for the Magic was to get into the top five. As I've studied this draft class a little more, yes, winning the lottery, being in the top four would have been better. But getting into the top five is a must. Remember, when we did our uh, Locked On Mock Draft, I believe it was Locked On Mock Draft number one, I got the fifth pick in the draft. And the draft ahead of me worked out in a way that was surprising, but still left me with one of the five guys that I cared about. It looks very much like if that's how things go, if the Magic stick to the big board that seems like everyone else has, outside of maybe ESPN, the Magic will draft Jonathan Kuminga. The f- first four will be some combination of Cade Cunningham, Jalen Suggs, Evan Mobley, uh, Jalen Green. Sure. Are there is there a chance that a team above the Magic decides to take Kuminga? Absolutely. I would tell people all the time that a team that I, if the Magic are going to pick fifth, a team that I want to be fourth ahead of them would be the Cleveland Cavaliers. Because if the Cavs choose to remain invested in guards Colin Sexton and Darius Garland, I find it hard to believe that they would pass on a guy like Kuminga or they would settle on a guy like Suggs. They'd want Evan Mobley, perhaps, but they got Jared Allen, who's a free agent. It's it's complicated. As Jeff Wellman said in his post-lottery uh, post, uh, media availability, um, fit has, roster construction has to be a concern, but this high in the draft, Talent is what matters. Drafting fifth, the Magic need to take the most talented, the best player on their board, regardless of positional fit. You can figure the rest out later. As long as you believe the player you're drafting will be better than what you have or can fit with what you have already, take him. My concern and my hesitancy with taking Jonathan Kuminga has always been you don't want to be back in that Aaron Gordon situation. You have Jonathan Isaac. You have Chumo Kiki. Do you believe Jonathan Kuminga will be better than either of them? If Jonathan Kuminga is not better than either of them, can he play with one of them? 
We're going to dive deeper into Jonathan Kuminga, uh, but obviously that Kuminga is the rawest of those five top guys. But to many, he's also the one with the highest ceiling. People I've talked to about Kuminga have all told me he's got an NBA-ready body. He's going to come in and he's going to defend really well right away. And his success or failure in the league, he's, got, he's really strong and can get to the basket. His success or failure in the league is going to ultimately come down to whether his jump shot develops. And it is a long way to go. But I will say this. I remember watching him in that early G League bubble, and I thought his shot was a lot further along than, than it was reported to me. So, again, the Magic are still going to get a talented player at five. It may not be the four guys that everyone imagined. It may be a bigger risk, but they're still going to get a super talented player. A lot of people believe Jonathan Kubinga can still be an all-star. Just like they believe Jalen Suggs can transform a team's culture. Just like they believe Jalen Green might be better than Cade Cunningham at the end of the day. There's still opportunity. I want to make that really, really clear. If I'm optimistic, it's because the Magic are still getting a really talented player. Now, if they decide not to go with Kuminga at five, there's still options. Scotty Barnes is a kind of similar playmaking for... um, People wanted him to go to Golden State so he could learn from Draymond Green. That's the kind of player that he could be, although I don't think he's as feisty and as uh, as in, uh, as much of an instigator. There's players like Alpern Sengun, center from Turkey, who uh, was the MVP of the Turkish League at 18 years old. Very Still very much paint-bound, but a good center prospect to bring in, especially if you have Wendell Carter there to potentially play next to him as well as play in front of him his rookie year. There's players, there's, you know, kind of more surefire players like Franz Wagner, perhaps the best defensive player in the draft. Or Davion Mitchell, perhaps the best defensive player in the NBA draft. Um, there's guys that I like for eight, like Moses Moody or Corey Kispert. Or, yes, I'm going to go ahead and keep saying his name. Josh Giddy just smells like a magic pick to me. Just really feels like a guy that fits a lot of the things the Magic want and could give them, could be a good deep cut, especially since they have a second pick to go to go after. If I'm the Magic, I spend one of my picks on something that I feel is a surer thing, that I know someone who's going to contribute to my team in the long term and fit my team long term, and then I spend the second pick on a deep cut, on a swing. Go for it. If that's Giddy, if that's Karuba, if that's Sangoon, that's, if that's Kai Jones... From Texas, the big man. Go for it. Take take a little bit of a risk with one of those picks. Be a lot easier to do that, of course, if you felt that first pick was a sure thing. And Kuminga is certainly a big enough project that I wouldn't consider him a sure thing. The Magic still have opportunity. That's that's really the big point I want to get across. And that's really the big thing that I that I want to say with, with this time that we have here. The Magic are still going to get two strong players. Are they franchise-changing players? No, probably not. Not at this point, at least. But remember, so many of the players that are playing in the NBA draft or in the NBA conference finals right now weren't top picks. Chris Middleton was a second-rounder. Devin Booker was drafted 11th, as Magic fans like to remember. Trey Young was drafted 5th. 
there's been plenty of success stories. And as everyone would very, very clearly know, how we have our big board set up today is not how we'll ultimately view this draft tomorrow. Before we finish up the show, today's podcast brought to you by Built Bar. Built Bar comes in nine delicious flavors to get you through your day and add the protein boost that you need. There's some fantastic flavors like coconut, raspberry, mint brownie, double chocolate, salted caramel, and a whole lot more. There's something for everyone, and these are not just bars that taste good. They're true protein bars that give you a nice boost of energy, not those meal replacement bars that you find elsewhere. Most of the flavors have 17 grams of protein, only 130 calories, and only 4 grams of sugar. A couple of the other flavors have a little bit more, but all the bars stay under 200 calories. Go to BuiltBar.com and use promo code LOCK15 and you'll get 15% off your first order. Again, use promo code LOCK15 for 15% off at BuiltBar.com. Today's podcast is also brought to you by BetOnline, the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. Baseball season is in full swing and you can track all the action at BetOnline. Get all the latest news, odds, and info on all your sporting needs, including MLB, NBA, NHL, and all your UFC, MMA action too. Before the next pitch, tip-off, puck drop, or what have you, head over to Bet Online on your laptop or mobile device and check out all the great sporting news, sign-up bonuses, and contest information. Don't sit on the sidelines anymore. This is your chance to get in the game as teams prep for their runs through the playoffs. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit using the promo code Locked On. Bet online, your online sports book experts. One thing that this draft does, or one thing that the results from this draft lottery do, does do, is it, is it does change how we think about and how we're going to assess next season. Um, yeah, look, if, if the Magic draft Jonathan Kuminger, whoever the Magic draft at five, um, that's still going to be an important piece to the team. But what I think we were all hoping for, what again, it seemed like Jeff Weltman pinned a lot of this rebuild on, was finding that central piece. That one guy that ties the whole thing together. The one guy that pushes and drives the whole thing forward. And that's the piece the Magic are still going to miss. That's the piece the Magic do not have. And that's what the Magic need desperately. Someone is going to be miscast as the team's leader, just as the team miscast Victor Oladipo for a time or Aaron Gordon for a time or Nikola Vucevic for a time. There might be some moderate success, but someone's going to have to take on the scoring load. We're going to be asking in a year where Jonathan Isaac is recovering from a torn ACL that he be one of the team's leading scorers, that Cole Anthony take a huge leap as a player after year one, that Markel Fultz comes back from injury hitting the ground running. You can see why I believe the prospects for the 2022 season are already pretty low. This Magic team has talented players. I don't think any of us can deny that. Young but talented players. Isaac, Okiki, Anthony, um, Hampton, Carter, Bamba even. There are guys who can still make huge impacts in this league and be huge players. But... As I often say on this show, Jonathan Isaac is the only one of those guys with demonstrable elite skills. And that comes on the defensive end more than the offensive end. Someone is going to have to take charge and someone's going to have to be a dominant player. 
Even the Magic's veterans, at least early on, they had Aaron Aflalo who could step up and score. Gary Harris ain't that guy. This is a team that really lacks form right now. A lot of talent, but no form. And certainly, finding a coach would help, and having a coach be able to put this team in a direction and, and give that structure would help a ton. But the Magic still need that central piece. Would they be willing to do it in a trade? It certainly didn't seem like that that was the direction Jeff Weltman wanted to go when he talked about it. We'll talk a little bit more about that on tomorrow's show. But for now, the Magic just need direction. Just need a guiding person, a guiding light. And it's hard to say they have that right now. Yes, uh, whoever they add in the draft is going to help a ton. Both picks. I think that the Magic are likely to add one guy who's a pretty sure thing, whether it's Moody, whether it's Kispert, whether it's, you know, someone someone that they feel comfortable can slide right into the roster and make something happen. Uh, that would be my strategy. I would take a swing with one player and get a sure thing with the other one. There are no sure things in the draft, of course, but, but take a best player available and then take a guy that's going to help pretty quickly. It's it's a lot murkier. I mean, again, that's that's this draft presented an opportunity for clarity, and instead the waters look very very muddy until the Magic do eventually land that top pick that changes everything, or that land that player, or how, develop that player that changes everything. Look, who knows? Cole Anthony's been showing off some impressive dunks and has been working hard since the season ended. Maybe he takes the leap. Maybe Jonathan Isaac takes the leap in his return. Really changes the changes the team. Who's to say? Who's to say that the Magic star isn't already on the roster? Who's to say the player of the Magic draft isn't the perfect fit? Isn't the perfect guy for this team? You never know. And so really, you have to face the future with optimism. The Magic, again... Still get a really good player at five. Still get a really good player at eight. Wasn't the draft lottery all imagined, but it wasn't some disaster. The Magic got to keep the Bulls pick. The Magic still landed in the top five to get one of those five players that everyone's been talking about in this draft. Maybe not the best of them, but still a strong player. And all this team can do is move forward. You've heard me say this a million times. You're only stuck if you don't have a way forward. And Jeff Waltman made it clear that he believes this team still has a way forward. They still have plenty of young players and young assets that they can move if they needed to to go get a star player, or they feel that they can. I don't think they will, but they feel like they can. They still feel they have plenty of young talent to develop and grow that can turn into something. And yeah, they still have plenty of draft capital to try again. It's going to be a lot of pain. I mean, I think that that much is abundantly clear unless things just really click. There will be a lot of pain. But there's still a lot of hope, too. Tuesday, draft lottery again is random. You can't rely on it as much as the Magic did. But... That's the way the system's set up. And the system chooses many teams 
as much as it rewards them. I want to thank you all again for listening to today's episode of Locked on Magic. Of course, follow me on Twitter at Locked on Magic. Subscribe to the podcast at Apple Podcasts. Sit your tune in Himalaya, Google Play, Spotify, Odyssey, and all the full places on the podcast your podcast enable listening device. You can find me on Twitter again at R underscore MD. Be sure to check out the latest Locked on Today podcast. They'll recap the Clippers and the Suns. How did the Clippers let the Suns do that to them? Get more of the sports news you need. And less time with the Locked on Today podcast. Follow the Locked on Today podcast on the Odyssey app or wherever you get podcasts. And also be sure to check out OrlandoMagicDaily.com. We're finishing up our player evaluations. We'll begin to look forward to the NBA draft coming up here in the next few weeks. Follow us there on Twitter at OMagicDaily. That's good, dude, for me, though. I want to thank you all again for listening to today's episode of Locked on Magic. For Orlando Magic Daily and Locked on Magic, this has been Phil Frost. We'll see you all again next time for another episode of Locked on Magic.